0: Hey there, welcome to today's edition of Verity Vitamins. These are truth tablets, mind renewal medication, and this small segment of the No Content Podcast is based on Romans 12, 1 through 3, which essentially says, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And what we are doing in these smaller podcasts is instead of deconstructing our faith in the Word of God, which is what you see a lot of in the church and in the world today, we are renewing our mind by the Word of God. And so in this, you know, it's inevitable that if you're going to renew your mind by the Word of God, um, an inevitable part of that is renewing your mind by the Word of God. I'm not trying to be redundant. What I'm saying is you may have to renew your thinking, which means you may have previously thought one way, but then you're reading the Word of God in context, and it's causing you to think another way, to see it another way, to see it differently. And there are going to be a lot of moments, if you're honest, if you're open, that you say, oh, that's, that's not how I saw that before. Oh, I saw something I didn't see. Oh, wait a minute. I was thinking wrong about that. And, and the Bible says we know in part, which means there are other parts we don't know. And the way I see that is this, you know, uh, we all know in part and we all have a part. And, you know, we should do our part and walk in the light that we have, but we also want to be open to more light to the other parts that we don't know, and to other people's part as well. Because that's what completes the body of Christ is when we all work together in that way. So, you know, uh, I'm going to be, you know, continuing to get into some things that, uh, you know, um, just looking at the Word of God, examining everything we say we believe and finding it in the Word of God. And finding out, is that what it actually says? And, and, and in some cases, it may be like, nope, that's wrong. In other cases, it may be like, that's right. But also, there's another perspective of it. And, and the way we keep ourselves safe is to always bring it back to the Word of God in context and to guard the spirit of what is being said as well. And so uh, today, I want to get into something. I've been in kind of a series, an unplanned series in the Verity Vitamins segment um, that I would refer to as love and legalism. And I started out a couple weeks ago with that. I got into it a little bit more last week, but this has kind of, um, been opening up to me more. And it's just so until the Lord says to do something else, I'm going to keep going on this in this segment, um, about choosing love over legalism. And this is what Jesus did. In fact, what we're going to look at here in today's podcast is in Matthew 23. And basically, just go and read the whole chapter of Matthew 23. And it's Jesus talking to the Pharisees. And basically what he's doing is just correcting their legalism, (laughs) like through the whole thing. You know, he's just going after one thing, after another, and saying, you say this and you do this, but you're a hypocrite because this, this, and this. And he's correcting their legalism. And so something that I've been waiting to address this because, I, you know, I wanted to let things die down a little bit um, is the issue and the topic of tithing. Um, and, and, and if you are familiar with word of faith culture, uh, you know, the, the world of word of faith preachers, you know, you may have heard or even if you're not, you may have heard some things said about Brother Creflo Dollar recently coming out with a message on tithing. And again, you know, anytime something like that happens, you got to remember, we all know in part and we all have a part. And no minister has it all. No minister knows everything. And that includes me. That includes my spiritual elders. Um, that includes you, whether you're a minister, a fivefold minister or not. And, you know, we want to ask the Lord, Father, is there is there some more light in something that I can see? And, and what people tend to do is they get dogmatic about their part, and there's like a fear there that th- that they're going to, you know, lose something, or if they even consider this other gift of the body of Christ, and maybe they're a little bit different perspective. And, you know, if something is off the wall, and the spirit of it is wrong, and you can sense that, and it's directly contradicting, you know, the the basic principles of Christianity, yeah, you got to watch out about that. I mean, Paul said, if any anybody comes preaching another Jesus— You know, you got to watch out about that stuff. And I'm not saying you just have to listen to everything out there. But if there are people that you trust or people that you've listened to for a long time and they say something and you're like, I'm not totally sure about that. Well, don't just write it off. Um, Ask the Lord about it. Examine the scriptures about it. And and we want to be open not to our tradition, but to the word of God, because Jesus told the Pharisees, you've made the word of God of no effect by your tradition. So I'm not on this today to agree with this or disagree with this thing. I want to do my part and, and preach the part that I know. That's my heart in this. And uh, so, so, so let me just uh, start out by reading what Jesus said to you in this podcast and talking about love's relationship to tithing and how this works. Um, in uh, Matthew 23, verse 23, Jesus said, woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites now <laughs> that's not a good way to start um you know praising somebody you know that that usually that's that's uh, if if that's how jesus starts a conversation with you you just go ahead and start repenting now <laughs> i mean you know that's what's coming after this i mean this is not uh this is not him you know patting you on the back this is some correction he said woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites for you pay tithe. (laughs) He said, you pay tithe. Okay, well, let's keep going. You pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin. Now, cumin, if you don't know what cumin is, cumin is the main ingredient that's found in taco seasoning. Now, I'm just trying to make this relevant for you. Cumin is the main ingredient that's found in taco seasoning. In fact, this is just a little side note for you. If you ever want tacos, but you don't have taco seasoning, if you have cumin on hand, just sprinkle some cumin in there. And it, it won't be quite like, you know, like, you know, the store brands, but it, it'll, it'll get you. It'll get you there is all I'm saying. And so cumin. Is, uh, is basically one of the main ingredients in taco seasoning. And they use this a lot in Middle Eastern food. That, that is a spice that was used a lot. If you go to Middle Eastern places, you'll see that. But, you know, what I see in this, and this is kind of my humorous take on this, these guys tithed on everything. They even tithed on their tacos. <laughs> they, 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 were, they were taco tithers. You, you understand? Elijah, if you're listening to this, um, you know, it's kind of like when, when, when Professor Holt gave two of his tacos to, uh, to Scott Lang, he was He was tithing his tacos. You know what I'm saying? And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But the point of saying that is that they were legalistic tithers. They tithed on everything. And and they were down to the minute ounces, (laughs) like they would, the, the, the decimal points, you know, they were legalistic about it. About what you tithe, how you tithe, when you tithe, where you tithe. Legalistic. Somebody say legalistic. And Jesus started this by saying, woe to you. And he said, woe to you, You've done this, but you've neglected, somebody say neglected, the weightier matters of the law, such as justice, mercy, and faith. These you ought to have done without leaving the others undone. You are blind guides who strain out a gnat and swallow a camel. What is that? Legalism. And he's talking about tithing. He said, you've neglected the weightier things. Now think about this, justice, mercy, faith, these are all things that have to do with love. Galatians tells us that faith works by love. Mercy is one of the greatest manifestations of love. And justice, 1 Corinthians 13 says that love does not rejoice in iniquity or injustice, some translations say. So justice even is a manifestation of love. Wanting justice for somebody is loving them. So neglecting the weightier matters. This is what Jesus is correcting. Now, when it comes to the issue of tithing in and of itself, there's a lot of debate because people are like, well, well, we're, we're supposed to tithe and, and you don't want to preach against that. And y- listen, I'm not going to argue with you on that. But what I want to uh, address in this podcast is why you tithe and how you tithe. The heart behind it, because Jesus said, if you're tithing and neglecting the weightier things, woe to you. <laughs> that's, listen, that's not good news. So Jesus is looking at the heart. God always looks at the heart of a gift. He always looks at the heart of what you're doing. And if the heart is wrong, listen, God is not happy with it ever. Not ever will he be happy with something that is technically proficient on the outside, but the heart of it is wrong. Because he always looks at the heart. And so the way I I, I address this is, first of all, I I tithe. I'm a tither. I believe in it. I get excited about taking at least 10% of my income every time I get paid and putting it in my God account. Because that way I always have something to give. And it's exciting. I enjoy it. I love it. There was a season in my life, though, that I didn't enjoy it. That I didn't get excited about it. I did it out of fear. I did it out of compulsion and I did it legalistically. And this is the thing you want to watch out for in anything. Now, when it comes to things like this, um, you know, people will talk about how tithing is a principle and how um, it, it has benefits when you operate in that principle. And there's certainly a truth there. But here's the thing I just did a podcast about the truth about honor. And I got into the idea of bringing to God your list of what you've done right and basically thinking that you deserve something, that you're entitled to something, or that you have a right to something based on what you've done. Now, we are entitled to things in Christ. We do have a right to certain things in Christ. We do have benefits in Christ. See, I'm about to get into this in the next few podcasts here about what it means to be in Him. But listen, outside of Him, you don't have anything. Outside of Him, you don't have an inheritance. Outside of Him, you are not the righteousness of God. You are only the righteousness of God in Christ. And we got into that in the last podcast. But this is what I want to present to you. And, and listen, like I said, I'm going poke a holy cow here. The idea of of tithers' rights. Oh, man. Now, listen. It's one thing to talk about the benefits of tithing. It's another thing to talk about the reward, the rewards of tithing. But what we want to watch out for is this terminology, rights, my right. I have a right to do this. What, what, what are you saying? You're saying, I have this right. I'm in the right. I'm righteous. Therefore, I should be getting this. I deserve this. That's what we want to watch out for. Now, listen, I know people have used this terminology, and that's not what they meant, and I'm not trying to speak against that. Hear my heart in this. But we have to be careful about using this terminology that creates a certain thinking pattern that's not right. Because if I'm coming to God. And I'm saying, God, I've been tithing. Therefore, you owe me protection. You owe me blessing. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Hold your horses there, Roy Rogers. God doesn't owe me anything. I have access to things in Christ, but it's in Christ. Outside of him, I don't. Now, listen, what Jesus is saying in Matthew 23 is after Malachi Chapter three. Now, Malachi chapter 3 is good, and it's Scripture, and it's for our edification and example, but we have to also examine it in the light of what Jesus is saying. Because, first of all, the Bible doesn't mention tithers' rights. It does say, if you'll obey me in this thing, this is going to be the response to it. And praise God, that's true. But what I want to address in here is being very watchful about when using terminology such as tithers' rights That you're not doing it in such a way that's implying that God owes you something because of what you've done. You gotta watch out about that. Because anything I have access to in Christ is because of what Christ has done, and I'm in Him. Do you understand what I'm saying there? And so I'm not bringing my list of things to God that I've done to get something from Him or to act entitled to something. No. I'm told to put myself in remembrance of what he's done. Oh, come on. Let me say it to you like this. When I tithe, whether it's 10% or 20% or 30% or 40%, I know somebody who who has uh, tithed 90% (laughs) of their income because God prospered them so much. Why? Because the tithe belongs to him. But when I tithe, I'm not bringing my tithe to God reminding him of everything I've done. I'm bringing my tithe to God in remembrance of everything he's done. Oh, come on. Are you hearing me? I'm not bringing my tithe to God saying, God, I, Hey, listen, you owe me. You owe me. I've been, listen, I've got my bank statement. I tithed in April. I tithed in May. I tithed in June. I Lord, and you got to watch out for this tone of if something does happen, if you get a flat tire, if your fridge goes out, getting a tone with God like God, what what what's happening? I'm a tither. This shouldn't be happening to me. Whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second. You got to be careful about that. If something happened, it's not God's fault. <laughs> it's not on His end. You did something wrong. You missed it, or the enemy's just trying to attack you. And and the way to address that is you got to know who you are in Him. Now, we're going to get into this more in the near future about being in Him. But suffice it to say today, I'm bringing my tithe to God. I'm giving back to God. I'm returning a portion to God in remembrance of everything He's done for me. Why? Because Deuteronomy 8.18 says, You will remember the Lord your God, for it is He who gives you the power to get wealth. Oh, come on. I'm not doing it to put God in remembrance of everything I've done. I'm doing it to put myself in remembrance of everything he's done and who I am in him and what I have in him. Now, it's not this religious thing that gains me access to God's protection. In the Old Testament, there was an element of that. But now we're in Christ. And listen, if you read Hebrews 7, it talks about how before the high priest receives tithes, but now Jesus receives tithes. Now why is Jesus receiving tithes now? Because he's our faithful high priest who's at the right hand of the Father making intercession for us. watch this though. I'm going to get into this more in the near future, but in the Old Testament, the blood of, of lambs covered us and separated us from the destroyer. We see that in Exodus with Moses that they put the lamb on the doorpost, I'm sorry, the blood of the lamb on the doorpost. In the New Testament, it's the precious blood of the spotless lamb Jesus. That separates us from the destroyer. Let me say it to you like this Jesus receives our tithes because Jesus is the one that rebukes the devourer for our sake. Come on. His blood rebukes the devourer for our sake. But it's not your tithing that rebukes the devourer, it's Jesus. In the the New Testament, listen, it's all Jesus. Any good thing that I have or have access to is because of Jesus, because I'm in Him. That's the only reason. And if you get outside of that reality and you think that your 10% is going to protect you, uh uh-uh, uh, not outside of Jesus, baby. It's all in Him. And I give tithes, yes. I give my tithe, I give my offering. I do it with gladness and joy and with a willing heart, putting myself in remembrance. What did he say when we take communion, when we eat that that bread and drink that wine or drink that grape juice or whatever it is, the blood? We're putting ourselves in remembrance of who we are in him and what we have in him. It's all in him. And he rebukes the devourer for our sake. That's why he receives it. So the principle hasn't changed, but the sacrifice has. Come on. Jesus is our high priest now. And I'm not putting faith in my my tithing to rebuke the devourer. I'm putting my faith in Jesus. Now, see, this has to do with your faith, though. Uh, having an act of faith, just like you can receive healing by taking communion, it's an act of faith. And, and what is available by grace has to be accessed by faith. So if the Lord is directing you to have this God account where you separate a portion of your money and you do that, Every week or every month or whatever the case is, it has to do with your faith and activating your faith and putting yourself in remembrance of what you have in Christ. That's what it's about, though. Do you understand? The emphasis is not on on your legalistic action. It's on what you have in him. It's on who he is. Everything is like this now. We are in Christ, and every good thing that we have is because we're in Him. And I know some people will say, well, Ben, you know we still have to rebuke the enemy. We still have to take authority over the enemy. Jesus isn't going to do it for us. And that's true. And I could get into a whole other podcast about that. But here's the thing. When I'm abiding in Him, and when I'm putting myself and the enemy in remembrance that I'm sanctified and covered by the blood, He don't see me. He doesn't see me when I rebuke Him, when I take authority over the enemy. As far as He's concerned, He's talking to Jesus. All he sees is Jesus and that blood. Why? Because I'm in him and I can only take authority over the enemy when I'm abiding in him, when I know who I am in him. Praise God.